welcome to the Fiber to Fashion podcast show. I am Asta Dora from the Market Intelligence team at Fiber to Fashion. Today I have with me Mr. Durand Loda, a well-recognized name in the denim industry with his vast and varied experience of 19 years working with the major brands, retailers and manufacturers. Right now based out of Bangladesh, he's working with Dirt Group as of now. Today's topic for discussion is is Bangladesh going to be the next China in apparel sourcing? Bangladesh's garment industry is seeing an opportunity to sell in US and it has transferred with China to thrive. Bangladesh and Vietnam are well positioned as apparel manufacturing hubs and will be obvious choices for retailers with US moving their production out of China. There's a huge potential to further expand investment in the garment industry. This is what Bangladesh Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina said in a speech to Chinese businessmen in Beijing on July 4th. We highly value the huge interest demonstrated by the Chinese investors in our country. And as such, we are setting up a special economic zone for the Chinese investors. Putting this all together, it clearly appears that the unwarranted war between the China and the US opens a, opens a sudden window of opportunity for Bangladesh. However, whether the country can reap those benefits will depend on a host of factors. Bangladesh is struggling with a crumbling infrastructure, a weak rule of law regime, and a poor business environment. Exporters are also in need to improve productivity, go for technological upgradation and automation, and also reduce the price advantage China has. Many observers are also alarmed that Bangladesh's government excessive and reckless borrowing from Chinese credits may put the country in a long-term debt like some other countries. So Mr. Loda, what are your, uh, you know, according to you, are the advantages that Bangladesh has to be, to be the next China in the parallel sourcing? Well, I think uh, the biggest advantage what, you know, you could look at uh, when you look at other alternatives other than Bangladesh is a very robust supply chain network of the raw material. All right. Like the local denim mills over here, they are collectively third largest in the world in terms of capacities that we have created. So there is ample amount of raw material supply which is available, ample amount of accessory supplier base which is available. And the most important factor for a country to be ready to take business away from China, we need to have large capacity creation, which is precisely what has happened in Bangladesh in the last five to seven years. Yes. Where most of the factories, they've gone in for capacity expansions, They've gone in for backward integrations and forward integrations. So there are enough large volume capacities readily available for prospective brands to really look at Bangladesh as an alternative to China. Right. That I agree with. Uh, the capacities have definitely uh, grown multifold. Uh, no. So um, next uh, query or the next discussion that I would like to have is on is sustainability uh, you know, something that Bangladesh is ready to take up uh, as a challenge because as of now, uh, the biggest challenge sourcing hubs have is to be sustainable. Well, I think not many people know, but Bangladesh uh, has the largest green factories in textiles uh, across globe. So they have the largest number of LEED certified factories available. And Bangladesh has got maximum number of uh, platinum rated factories here. And most of the ownerships currently is you know done by the new generation entrepreneurs 
and these guys have a very very long term holistic view on sustainability where right. they are really focusing on reducing on reusing and recycling mm -hmm. and sustainability is not something which most of the new setups are looking at as a forced uh, business implication but it's rather used as a tool for competitive advantage it's used as a tool for product differentiation right and right. most importantly it's been used as a tool for reduction in the cost which is often not the way sustainability is looked upon plus there is a lot of support from the government to really really build on the sustainability story uh, like the local government is incentivize the banking system so if i have a platinum rated lead certified factory in bangladesh i get easy credit from banks i get subsidized loan from the bank so the government has been very very proactive very very serious you know in promoting sustainability and not just from environmental angle but also from the social angle in terms of bringing more parity on the wages and improving the worker condition to really really bridge the social inequality so i would say sustainability is something bangladesh production centers bangladesh factories and owners have taken it up very very seriously there is a lot of work which is done not just from the garment manufacturers but also from the textile suppliers locally uh, we have enough suppliers who are doing recycled yarns today we have a very very good ecosystem where the garments are being recycled converted back into the yarn we have a fantastic setup of local textile mills who are working on uh, eco friendly uh, fiber options like the lyocells the modals the tensils the kapoks so all put together in a nutshell i would summarize that bangladesh has been very very serious and at the forefront of really really pushing sustainability uh, uh, not just as a forced implication from the brand side but they've taken it up very very seriously uh, realizing that it's it has got a lot of tangible long term benefits for the country absolutely thank you so much for throwing uh, so much light and giving us the insights from the bangladesh market on sustainability because uh, it is the need of the hour and i i believe that you know bangladesh is taking it up seriously so i think they are ready for the challenge of being a you know sustainable sourcing hub for uh, for the western uh, countries yep great so what kind of support is provided by the government the bangladesh government to boost the garment industry as of now so are there any kind of uh, you know incentives or uh, new initiatives mm -hmm. taken by the government well this is an area where the government has again worked very very uh, professionally i would say you know they have a lot of professional bodies here like pgma body which is what you had now and uh, the government is very very serious about uh, the textile industry because they realize that a bulk of their exports you know they fall under textiles so the key initiatives what the government has taken from their side is in terms of development of the infrastructure now this is something taken up very seriously uh, there were epzs there were secs uh, but now the epz and scz uh, uh, infrastructure has been uh, you know improved the multifold the port infrastructure has been uh, really really uh, streamlined the custom clearance processes have been made online overall there is a lot of transparency from the government side in bureaucracy right. on the incentive front the government has really really uh, you know uh, become very very serious in promoting the exports so now we have an incentive system where we get 1 to 2% incentive on our net export fob for exporting to traditional markets and up to 4% for exporting to the non traditional market just to quote an example of uh, a traditional market would be eu uh, the european union and an example of a non traditional market would be india 
Right. All the garments manufactured in Bangladesh exported to India, uh, we get a four percent incentive on the FOB, which is uh, quite healthy. Uh, you know, yes. the current situation. Another very important factor uh, where the government has intervened uh, in a great way is uh, making the easy finance available. Uh, so the banking system has been very, very responsive to the needs of uh, the textile manufacturers who are looking at capacity expansions, uh, who are looking at uh, the backward and forward integration. So the banks have been very, very supportive. Uh, the interest rates have come down in recent past. And one very important thing which I would uh, like to mention specifically here uh, is that government has also intervened in doing a lot of debt restructuring. Uh, okay. so this is something which has really, really relieved the industry in a big way, uh, wherein a lot of big outstanding loans have been restructured for longer duration. There have been EMI holidays uh, being conceptualized by the government. So the government has taken a lot of uh, steps in really, really relieving the stress uh, and the pressure on the owners, basically, uh, which suddenly became a burden when the wages were increased uh, in January 2018. Right, right. Uh, after the wage increase, uh, basically, uh, everybody was struggling. But now I think, uh, you know, a part of that stress has been diluted and things have started uh, becoming normal right now. Okay. Cool. I understand. So, uh, for sure, the Bangladesh government has always taken their textile industry very seriously and taken initiatives towards the growth of the textile garment industry. So, I'm sure they will keep uh, coming up with new incentives, even if uh, they keep they keep in increasing the minimum wages and they take care of uh, you know uh, the basics but they will keep supporting the uh, gov uh, the government industry as a whole, for yeah. sure. Um, so um, what are Bangladesh's major advantages over Vietnam, which is catching up fast as a manufacturing destination as for you? I think there are quite a few uh, unique advantages what you can associate with Bangladesh as compared to Vietnam. Uh, I think first and foremost, of course, you know, today's market uh, is very price sensitive. So I would say Bangladesh uh, can definitely offer much better, has got much better competitive wages as compared to Vietnam. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, the price points, the basic programs there, which are volume programs, the core programs of the brands, uh, they are still flowing into Bangladesh, which are price sensitive. Uh, the programs which are very style oriented uh, and more fashion uh, forward, and that is the business which is moving uh, away to Vietnam. Uh, second thing which is very, very unique to Bangladesh is the efficiency levels of the factories. I would rate the efficiency level of Bangladesh setups uh, because of the number of years they have behind them uh, is at a next level as compared to Vietnam where it is today. Oh, is it? So, right. So efficiency wise, the production centers are doing pretty uh, decent job here. Mm -hmm. And then the most important factor I would uh, like to mention, which differentiates uh, Bangladesh usually, is the uh, raw material supply base. Right. And as I mentioned this point earlier, uh, there uh, are almost. But yeah, advantages over Vietnam. I think this is a good advantage that Bangladesh has of raw material yeah. Yeah. Uh, over Vietnam that they have a better uh, raw material supply within the country. Yeah. And another big factor which is often now being viewed uh, in the Western world is if you really go deep inside in the Vietnam garment manufacturing, right. a lot of the major ownership of the manufacturing industry is Chinese ownership. So there is a growing perception within US that you know it, this is a pseudo export of Chinese goods entering into US by Vietnam. 
Right. We do have the case with Bangladesh. Hmm. So this is also something uh, you know a lot of manufacturers are rethinking their strategy. That in, inspire instead of buying straight away from China, they are buying Chinese ownership through Vietnam and paying a premium on that. So this is also something you know uh, now more and more brands are becoming wary about. And most important thing I would say, which is very very big differentiator between two is that Bangladesh has got a huge number of setups which are backward integrated. You can get n number of manufacturers here, you know, who do everything from spinning to knitting to weaving to dyeing to printing to commenting. Yes. So this kind of a single setup uh, in Vietnam is coming up. But Bangladesh has got enough plug-in-place setups available where you can straight away go and plug your orders. Yeah. I would say the readiness of Bangladesh to take business from China today is uh, is at next level right now, as compared to Vietnam. Uh, and with the advantage of local textile support, I think you know that's uh, that that gives Bangladesh a very unique advantage. Yes, of course, and I agree with you on a lot of points here when you say. Uh, that Bangladesh has advantages over Vietnam for sure. Um, uh, so as per you, definitely Bangladesh has advantages as of now and can become the next China in apparel sourcing. Yes, I mean, uh, if the market uh, environment remains positive, the government uh, has, you know, some favorable policy changes and overall outlook towards country remains positive, then I think uh, it has got all the makings of Taking away business, not entirely, but a major chunk of the Chinese business, you know, uh, can flow into Bangladesh. Right, right, right. Just, uh, so I agree with you. And to summarize today's uh, discussion, I would say I agree with you that, you know, uh, having the raw material in-house in a lot of cases has a good capacity of raw material, has uh, the government support that backs it up. And uh, a lot of push from the owners who are vertically integrated can help if they expand their capacities, if they improve their infra infrastructure, if they improve their port facilities and, uh, you know, the logistics uh, facility that the country has, uh, it has a way to go. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Yes. Most welcome. It was a pleasure to have you and have the insights from you from, uh, from the Bangladesh market. Thank you very much.